Good morning. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And we are really pleased that you're with us again today for our continuing study in Revelation. Uh, it, it is a reminder as, as we go through this, Pastor, I'm sure you'll agree with me, it's a reminder of a um, couple of things. Number one, uh, things appear to be getting worse in our world. Uh, and we're reminded as Christians that that's, number one, not unexpected. It's, it's been projected uh, to happen. And uh, so we're not surprised we're, or dismayed. We, we understand exactly what's going on. Uh, but we're also reminded as Christians that we have uh, an eternal, blessed hope in Jesus Christ. And, and uh, that's really the ultimate goal of Revelation, is it not? To bring into focus clearer Jesus Christ as a whole and what, what he will do. That's right. In fact, the title of the book is not just Revelation. It's in the first verse. It says, The Revelation of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's what it's all about. All right. Uh, so as Christians, we're reminded of that. And um, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful faith builder to read and study. And for those that, that uh, uh, maybe this is their first time going through the book, uh, we hope that it is a motivator for you to to really get in deeper and study it. Uh, you will receive a special blessing, and the, and the book promises that. Uh, so with that being said, uh, once again, we're glad you joined us. And, Pastor, if you would, uh, I, I believe you're going to take us on a short review of Chapter 7. And then... Uh, I might even go back to that just, just uh, for, for a couple of minutes, all right? Sure, and then uh, I, we're going to do Chapter 8, correct, today? Chapter 8, yes. Yeah. We're going to review for about five or eight minutes, and then we'll be in Chapter 8 of the Book of Revelation. And if you have your Bibles ready, uh, turn to Chapter 8, and uh, we'll begin there in just a few minutes. All right. Uh, take her away whenever you're ready, sir. Okay. Just for a quick review, uh, the Book of Revelation is, ni is nicely outlined. Um, matter of fact, it's supposed to about, be about the things that were, the things that are, and the things that are to come. And it says that in uh, the, the first chapter of the book of the Revelation. Mm -hmm. And the first chapter all is all about revealing Jesus Christ in his glory. Chapters 2 and 3 of the Revelation are talking about the church age. Mm -hmm. And we are currently living in the church age. There are seven church ages. Right. And the last one is the age of Laodicea, mm -hmm. and it's going to be the worst of, of the seven churches. And uh, if you know anything about the churches in, in America particularly, uh, things are going downhill uh, spiritually. Uh, there may be good crowds, but uh, uh, they're not getting much. So uh, at the end of chapter 3, we see Jesus standing outside the door of the churches. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Right. If any man hear 
my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and sup with him and he with me. Mm. And we're trying to, uh, with, uh, with regards to this podcast, we are trying to do that very thing to open the door and to help you open the door to Jesus Christ. Let him in. Yes, indeed. Uh, okay. So at the end of uh, at the end of chapter three, it says, "He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches." Now, from this point on, you don't hear about the Church of Jesus Christ because, um, uh, according to chapter four, verse one, we see a type of the rapture of the church. That is, when all the believers from Pentecost until until uh, this age. Um, the end of the church is they will be uh, taken away. Uh, some of us will be taken alive. Some of us, the, the dead in Christ, they're going to rise first, and they're all going to go. And Jesus is going to come in the clouds and and uh, and to, with a shout and say, "Come up here," and we're all going to go. <laughs> Amen. Okay, and and so mm-hmm. there are some key words as you study. Uh, at the end of the church age, that's Revelation 3.22, and chapter 4 starts out with these words, after this. Now, these words are here to help us understand the chronology of events. So after the church age, John is taken up in the spirit into heaven, and he saw the scene in heaven. Those that you have been with us saw that scene, and, and you saw that there were 24 elders around the throne of Jesus Christ, a throne of God, and they wore crowns, and they, uh, and they worshiped the Lord, and they threw their crowns at his feet and, and uh, sang the song that they are worthy to receive, that God is worthy to receive honor, or glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. That's Revelation chapter 4, verse 11. And then we see in chapter 5 the, the, the real revealing of a seven-sealed book. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably it was a parchment. It said it was written on both sides, and that was unusual for parchments. Right. And so he saw this seven-sealed book, and and he, he wept because there wasn't anybody that was worthy to open uh, the book, but uh, but the angel from heaven said, oh, don't worry about it. Uh, the lamb that was slain to receive power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor and glory and blessing, and blessing uh, he's the one that will open the book for you. And so when we get to, to uh, chapter 6, we see uh, that, uh, that, that Jesus has opened the book, and he opens them a seal at a time. Mm-hmm. Right. And it says, and I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and then he talks about what was under the sixth seal, now, or the six seals. Mm-hmm. Now, the opening of the first seal signals the beginning of a period of time called the Tribulation. And this will be a period of seven Jewish years. Right. Now, what's the difference between a Jewish year and the Julian calendar? The Jewish year was 360 days, mm-hmm. 12 months of 30 days each, mm-hmm. whereas our Julian calendar is 365 and a quarter days. That's right. Okay. Uh, so uh, since this is all about the Jews, right. that's, that's right. the 70th week of Daniel. You can read about it in Daniel chapter 9. And verse 27, and you'll, ta- you'll see this, uh, it's talking about the 70th week. And the Hebrew there for week uh, means seven-year period. Yep, yep. 
And so this is all about the last seven-year period where Jesus is dealing with his elect nation, the Jews. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, there will be Gentiles there that will all be on the earth, but, but he is, his attention is deliberately uh, and determinately upon uh, the Jews. So when he, as he opens these seals, there's a whole bunch of things that happen. We saw in the first four seals, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, the, the white horse, the red horse, the black horse, and the, and the pale horse, bringing in all sorts of plagues. And, and, uh, and then we see in the fifth seal, uh, he saw that there were people that were clothed in white robes, uh, and these were people that, that were saved during this period. Then he opened the sixth seal, and uh, and then the sun became black, and and the moon was was altered, and the stars were altered, and in uh, at the end of chapter six, verse seventeen, it says, "For the great day of his wrath, that is the wrath of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, is come." Oh wow! Yeah. And who shall be able to stand? Mm-hmm. Then we have an interval between the sixth seal and the seventh seal, and we'll be dealing with the seventh seal for most of the rest of our uh, of our time here. So uh, after these things, chapter seven starts out, and then you see some things: angel descending from the east, having the seal of the living God, and so forth. He says, "Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed." the servants of God in their foreheads. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is there are 144,000 Jewish men, 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes that are, uh, that are sealed. That means they are safe. That means nothing can happen to them until God allows it to happen to them. Right. And these 144,000 from the 12 tribes of the of Israel. Now remember, the tribulation period is all about the Jews, all about Israel. Mm-hmm. And so these Jews, 144,000, go all, all over the earth with the gospel of the kingdom, which is different than the uh, gospel of grace, because the yeah. age of grace is over and ended at the rapture of the church, right. Revelation chapter 4. And now the gospel is about the kingdom, and so the Jews had to repent and believe that Jesus Christ is coming again as king. Right. And that's the gospel of the kingdom, and that's what the rest of this book is about. But in the meantime, there's going to be judgments. They went centuries, the Jews went centuries without believing God. Yeah, yeah. Denying his power and his glory and his greatness. And so uh, seven years of tribulation is determined upon them. And then the book of Daniel, chapter 9, talks about that in prophecy. Talks about it being tri- uh, uh, the tribulation. Now these, now these and, and, and here's where that word comes from. Uh, there was a great multitude of Gentiles that got saved. It talks about in, in Genesis or in Revelation 7. He said, after this, that's after the sealing of the 12,000, I beheld and lo, a great multitude, which no man can number, of all nations, kindreds, and people. See, and these are the Gentiles. 
And they stood before the Lamb, clothed in white robes. That means that they got saved, and that indicates their purity. And palms in their hands, and that, that, that talks about the peace that they have uh, in Jesus Christ. Yep. And they cried right. with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb. And they sang his, his glory. And... And then John wondered who these people were. And one of the elders answered him. This is in chapter 7, verse 13. One of the elders answered him, saying unto me, Which are these which are arrayed in white robes, and whence came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. Mm -hmm. And he said unto me, These are they which came out of great tribulation. Mm -hmm. And have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Yeah. We talked last week about this is the only time, yeah. this is the only way that people can be saved is by the blood of the Lord yeah, Jesus yeah, Christ, which we on Calvary, on the cross, where he bore our sins in his own body on the tree. And he who knew no sin, that was Jesus yeah. Christ, became sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him and now we remember four times in the bible talks about abraham the first jew mm -hmm. make no mistake abraham was the very first hebrew according to genesis chapter 12 and god made a covenant with him and and every everyone that uh, descended from abraham are jews and four times in the bible it says abraham believed god now it didn't say he he uh, um, cut himself or did, suffered great agony or did cartwheels or spent, you know, went to the confessional booth and none of that stuff. Nope. He believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. And so that's how we become righteous, believing God. And so now this is during this tribulation period, this is what the Jews have to do is to believe God. Right. And it said uh, that these people that, they, that uh, John had seen, this great multitude, it says, uh, they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat, for the Lamb is in the midst of the throne, shall feed them, and shall lead them into living fountains of waters, and God shall so wipe away all tears from their eyes. And that's going to happen when Jesus comes back. Now, Pastor, can now, I... Now, we come to the seventh can, seal. You didn't think we'd ever get there, did you? Can I ask a quick question about that last verse? Yeah, you sure may. Uh, it says, God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Does that, does that in any way intimate or, or infer that there will be crying in heaven? Okay, good, good. Yeah. 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 Okay. But now a lot of this has, is, has an earthly effect, you know. Um, right. God shall feed them and shall lead them. Mm -hmm. uh, Psalms 23 mm -hmm. is the shepherd's psalm, and, and he indicates in there that God will lead them beside still waters. Right. Uh, and John 10, uh, 11 through 14 says basically the same thing. And uh, then in Revelation chapter 21, uh, and Isaiah chapter 25, we basically see the same thing. 
yeah. about uh, this, this uh, prophecy about the very end of things. Right. But we're not there yet. Uh, we've, we're just getting ready to open the seventh seal. Now, after the seventh seal, mm -hmm. there will be seven judgments called the seven there will be two more judgments yeah. the seven trumpets and the seven vials that's when and stuff we'll really that. that's when things really begin to get rough here on earth they, uh, and it gets so awful uh, when i read about it it's hard to believe except uh, i know it's the word of god it's horrible but there these things will actually happen yeah and and so and the reason we're telling you this is because um you have loved ones who, if the rapture should occur today, uh, they'll go in right into the tribulation alive. Yeah, yeah. And that'll be a dreadful thing. And, yeah, and, sure and you don't want that. No. And I don't want that. And that's why we're doing this. Yeah. That's why. We're not, we're not getting paid for this, are we, Curtis? Not a dime. At least you haven't paid me yet, right? Right, uh, <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> yeah. Judgment seat of Christ. Exactly. You know and, we'll get, yep. and we'll get a crown for the souls that came to Christ as a result of uh, of our testimony. And this this kind of a thing is open to you too. Okay. That's right. So let's go to the seventh seal. And it says this. And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. Now I know some of you mothers who are who are stay-at-home mothers and have no. children yeah. would just would just love <laughs> to have that much silence. But this silence cannot be defined. Right. And there was silence in heaven about space of a half an hour. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. And so we're getting set to look at the trumpet seals. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer, and there was given to him much incense. Now, the Levitical priests had the censers that they would carry. There were little pots on chains, and they were de decorative, <clears throat> and they burned incense in them, and they, and they waved them before the altar in the Ark of the Covenant. And these stood for the prayers of the people of Israel. And so here comes this angel with a golden censer, and, and, and he, it was, he had much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. Mm -hmm. And the smoke of the incense, which came with the prayers of the saints, ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. Mm -hmm. And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar, and cast it onto the earth. And there were voices and thunderings and lightnings and earthquakes. Yep. Wow. And that's how the seventh seal ends. Mm-hmm. Well, listen to these trumpet judgments. Now, now the, trumpet be the trumpet judgments begin. Hor right. Horrible stuff. Horrible stuff, Curtis. Yeah, really, uh, really uh, hard to believe unless uh, unless I didn't read it in the Bible. And I read the taught the book of Revelation many, many times. Yeah. And yeah. and I'm still awestruck by by some of these things which I see, and, and it makes me wonder how in the world can you reject Jesus Christ? Yeah. How in the world can, can you? 
Yeah. Anyway. It boggles the mind. Yeah. Okay. Uh, chapter 8 of Revelation, verse 6, and it says, And the seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. Now, a trumpet is used to announce something. Uh, if you watched some of the Western movies and saw the cavalry, the, the blue coats mounted on horses, mm-hmm. and, and who was right at the front when they charged? The, the bugler. The bugler. He was several bugle calls. And when he sounded the charge, then everybody got the message, and they all charged, even from the first horseman to the last in the line. They heard that, that bugle. Whether they could hear anybody else or not, they heard the trumpet. They said, oh, that's the charge. Let's get going. And they did. Okay. Um, so, the seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound, and the first angel sounded. Now, don't get sick to your stomach here. Mm. The first angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood and they were cast upon the earth and we're talking about the whole earth not just portions of it that's exactly right the whole earth and it says and underneath this trumpet judgment a third part of trees was burned up Wow. and all green grass was burnt up. Oh my goodness. Now, wow. what, what does this do to things on earth? Well, first of all, um, no more canned peaches. Yeah. No more apples. Yeah. <laughs> no more oranges. Yeah, those those kind of luxuries are gone forever, aren't they? I mean, they're gone. No more pears, <laughs> which doesn't bother me much on the pears, but I'll tell you. <laughs> And the trees were so the trees yeah. gave forth fruit. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I don't want to get I don't want to get off color here. But one of the things that fruit helps you to do is is it helps your intestines yeah. and your colon. Yeah, yeah, it does. It keeps from getting constipated. Yep. You've got to have fruit. That's right. Besides all of the vitamin C and other vitamins that you get. A third part of these is burned up. Where do you think you're going to get some during the tribulation? Uh, it, we won't be able to find it. If, if there is any left, it'll be extremely scarce. That's exactly right, and extremely expensive. And extremely expensive, yep. 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 And then it says all green grass was burned up. Now, let's see, this third part of the trees, mm. and all of the grass was burned up. All Man, that's a lot of... Uh, uh, a lot of what? What does grass emit, Dad? I mean, oxygen. Oxygen, uh, which is vital to our atmosphere. And without grass, all the green grass gone. Does that wow. does that mean our oxygen supply will be low, or the quality of our oxygen will be uh, yeah. greatly diminished? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a shortness of breath will just be. A relative thing. So, and, I, and I'm going to tell you later on in, in these trumpet judgments, there are going to be people killed. And part of it was because of the elements. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
hail and okay. high hail and fire commingled with blood. That's uh, yeah. Woo. Wow. Yep. yep. And by, by the way, later on, and we talked about this earlier this morning before we before we went into the podcast that uh, these hailstones at one point. Oh yeah, yeah. Gonna yeah. be so humongous. Uh, we think they'll be about the size of a truck, a pickup truck. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're supposed to weigh, um, if we take the biblical description and apply it to modern measurement, uh, they'll, they'll probably uh, weigh in at around, each stone weigh in at about around just a little over 100 pounds, 100 pounds per hailstone. Think, think about a 100-pound hailstone hitting your house. Imagine the damage it would do. But, Isn't that awful? but think about every hailstone being that weight. I mean, well, we it'll, don't know yet. it'll obliterate. We don't know yet if these are those stones. But, uh, right, but right. Hail. Yeah. And hail is, is dangerous enough. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, and these come from heaven. Yeah. Hail, fire, yeah. and blood. Mm-hmm. Cast upon the earth. And all the green grass was burned up. Mm-hmm. Um, now you can say, well, good, I don't have to mow the lawn anymore. <laughs> no, that ain't good because no. uh, you'll have blood in your yard rather than grass. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's bad. That sounds bad enough. But let's go to the second trumpet, uh, chapter 8, verse 8. Mm-hmm. And the second angel sounded, and as it were, a great mountain burning with fire mm. was cast into the sea. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what is the sea? It's salt water, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no big deal there, huh? Wrong. <laughs> and a third part of the sea became blood. Yep. And a third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life... Died. died. Yeah. Now imagine this, Kurt. Imagine this. How many fish are going to die? Well, we don't even know how mm, many fish there are in the seas. It's in, There's it, no way of even it, calculating. It's innumerable. Yet, God knows, and a third of them die, and uh, so much for open fish markets, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, don't worry about that so much, because then the verse says, and third part of the ships were destroyed. Oh, boy. Even if you find fish, you couldn't get them to the market. Yeah. And by the way, this doesn't just mean uh, commerce. No, no, it doesn't. It means military ships also. It does. It third mean- part of the ships were destroyed. So, yep. so your commerce is gone, and your defenses are, are about one third gone. Chances, wow. are, chances are, you will not be scheduling a trip to the Bahamas on a cruise uh, liner uh, at this point in time. Yeah, because if the, if you could get a ship, it would have to <coughs> sail through blood. Oh yeah, yeah. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and by the way, blood coagulates. <laughs> it does <laughs> indeed. Do yeah. Practically about these things. 
That's right. Now, let's go to the third trumpet. And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp, and fell upon a third part of the rivers. Oh, no. Yep. Now the fresh water. Yep. It's going to be polluted. Let's, let's look at it. It fell upon a third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of waters. Oh, boy. Do you know what that means? The waters that are beneath the earth? Ooh, the waters that are underneath the crust. I'm telling you, the fresh water there is going to be ruined. It says, and the name of the star is called Wormwood. And yeah. the third part of the waters became Wormwood. Mm-hmm. And many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. Mm-hmm. You couldn't even get a decent drink of water. Mm. And this is only the first part yeah. Yeah. of the tribulation. That's right. This is, this, Think about this. This is the very beginning of it, really. And this, and this stuff is going to last seven years. Yeah. As a matter of fact... The first half of the tribulation is not going to be as bad as the second half. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's and true. we'll get to that in just, a, in, in just a few episodes. Maybe next episode we'll get there, but we'll see. So let's go to the fourth trumpet. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And it says the fourth angel sounded. And look at this. A third part of the sun was smitten. Mm. A third part of the moon and a third part of the stars. Now the stars may in this case actually mean planets, mm-hmm. but we'll just, we'll just translate it literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, third part of the stars. Yep. So as the third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise. That means a third part of daylight that it will not exist anymore. So our days will be a third shorter than they are now. Exactly. Eight hours. Exactly. Eight hours shorter. Yep. So now, so now, how are you going to grow flowers? <laughs> how are you going to grow any kind of thing uh, when your sun is a third less than ever before? Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, how are you going to navigate at night when the darkness has increased? Yeah. By one-third. Yep. That's right. On our street where I live, and, uh, and you've, you've, been, you've been here, and you are now, uh, beautiful street, beautiful houses. Oh, yeah. But there are no street lights. No, there are not. And the, yeah, and, and to keep things bright, most of the people here keep their, their house lights and their garage lights, their driveway lights on. Uh-huh. So that there can be at least some light yeah. to cut down on accidents and so forth. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Now think about this. When you've got a night that's like that, and you can't even get light. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, it's not just a lack of comfort. It's a danger. Yeah, And then sure. it goes to verse 13. It says, I beheld. Now we're under the fourth trumpet, remember? And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven saying with a loud voice, Now listen to this, what this angel says. Whoa. 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 Mm -hmm. 
lot is trouble. Big trouble. That's right. Seven minutes, sir. Okay, we may get done with these three woes, okay? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to promise you anything because <laughs> okay. there's a lot about them. By the way, um, you'll see these woes. The first one you'll see is, is in chapter 9, verse 12. Yeah. And then in chapter 11, verse 14. Right. And chapter 12, verse 12. That you'll see the end of these three woes and the, right. the result of these three woes. So let's go to the seventh trumpet there's going to be seven vials so that's seven more judgments with a lot of the same stuff in it mm-hmm. okay and if i sound a little excited uh, i want you to understand the, the, the magnitude is yeah yeah and the fifth angel sounded and i saw stars fall from heaven under the earth and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit abyss um, like the Marianas Trench for many years they never knew that they couldn't find the bottom of it, it was, and they called it the the abyss but the abyss we're talking about it, it, this bot is a bottomless pit that refers to hell
think about that. Mm. Okay. And so he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit, as the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun uh, and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke. Mm-hmm. One drive to Kroger's, and of course there won't be any Kroger's by this time, <laughs> oh. but if you want to drive to Kroger's, of course there might not be any gas by this time, mm-hmm. but you couldn't see to get there. Because the air would be darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. Yep. Wow. I've seen fog before. I've seen fog where I couldn't drive anymore. I had to pull over. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Uh, But you could still see for a ways. Yeah. At least. Not here. At least for. At least for ten or twenty feet, maybe. Yeah, but this is smoke, and smoke is thicker than fog. Sure is. So it's bad, but, but Pastor, it's bad. Think about this for a second. It's bad enough. A scorpion's bad enough, and it has no wings. It, it, it. The sting it delivers will make you want to die at the very least, uh, if it doesn't kill you. But imagine the ability of an insect to do to do the stinging, and and be able to fly ever, anywhere it wanted to and deliver it. That's right. Yeah. Well, look at verse 4. Uh-huh. And it was commanded them, the scorpions, uh-huh. that, they should, that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, <laughs> neither any green thing, mm-hmm. neither any tree, yep. but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. Yep. That's right. And to them it was given that they should not kill, and to them it was given that they should not kill them, but they should be tormented yeah. five months. Mm-hmm. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. Mm-hmm. And in those days, now I'm going to read this, and you're going to say, well, of course. And in those days shall men seek death. Wow. It's so bad that 
you know, even the bravest of men, even the toughest of guys, are going to seek death. They're going to look for ways to check out. To yeah. They shall seek death and shall not find it. Mm -mm -mm. They shall desire to die, and death will flee from them. That's what verse 6 says. Mm. Death will flee from them. They won't, it's not only that they won't, that they, that they won't die, it's death is going to be so far from them that it will flee from them. Yeah, even, even their worst imagined way to do it would never, yeah. would never be successful. Wouldn't work. No, it wouldn't work. Wouldn't I sure do. You, uh, I gotta wipe off my glasses; they fogged up. Okay, I got. Uh, I was gonna have you read the rest of it, but I'll go ahead and do it. Okay. And then, and then, and then what, what do these locusts look like? Uh, and the verse wow. seven says, "And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses, mm. prepared unto battle." Mm, mm, mm. Folks, these are humongous locusts. Yeah. And it says, and on their heads were as it were crowns like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men. Yeah. Holy mackerel. Mm-hmm. If you'll excuse the expression, because they're, they're less mackerel now at this time than they were before. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. And, and they had hair as the hair of a woman. Yeah. Yeah. How vicious, <laughs> how terrible, how awesome these locusts were. Yeah. Well, that's not the end of it. No. Verse 9 said, near verse 9 said, and they had breastplates, as it were, breastplates of iron. You couldn't kill these, pe these beasts if you wanted to. Yeah. If you want to fight back, tough luck. Yeah. They had breastplates, as it were, breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. Mm. My goodness! Is yeah. this awesome? Can this be real? Folks, if this is in the Bible, and this is, these are things that John were told to write, because these are going to be things which shall be hereafter, and they're going to happen. Yeah, no doubt about it. Isaiah 53, hundreds of years before Christ came to earth, it was predicted that he would die for our sins, and he did. Yep. That came from the Bible. By his stripes we are healed. That's right. Now, and it said, um, and they had, let's see, what did I say? Oh, and they had details like unto scorpions, and there were stings in their tails, yeah. and their power was to hurt men five months. Yeah. And they had a king over them. Ooh. So these... Which is the angel yeah. of the bottomless pit. So these locusts were part of an army commanded by... Who? In the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon. Mm -hmm. But in the Greek tongue, his name Apollyon. Lucifer, Satan, the destroyer. Yeah. the destroyer. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm. Hey, there you have it. 
going to happen under the first woe. This is just the first one. Oh, this is, There's two more coming. There's more? This one says one woe is passed on verse 12. Oh, sure does, yeah. Of, of chapter 9. Mm -hmm. One woe is passed, and behold, there come two woes more. Oh, my goodness, Here, man. Wow. Ask you. Do you want your kids to be here? Well, do, you want your, no. do you want to be here? No. Do you want any of your ancestors to be, to be here? Is no. that what you no. want? Listen, here's what, here's what I suggest, and, I, and please understand. Um, you can reject any time, anyone you want to. But please don't reject Jesus Christ, because then you're just ensuring. Yeah. That you'll be here. And by the way, you're ensuring almost totally the fact that your kids will never hear a gospel unless they get off in, into a Sunday school bus and go to a good Baptist church. Yeah. Yeah. Or if they listen to this podcast. Because this is what we're, why we're doing this. We're, we are, we're telling you this because why you there. Tell me that misery loves company. These people tried to die and couldn't. You think they want you there? Now let's look at the sixth trumpet. How much time I got, Kurt? Uh, you've got 14 minutes. Oh my goodness, it's almost a lifetime. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the sixth angel sounded, this is in chapter 9, verse 13. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which was before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. Mm -hmm. Do you know there are satanic forces even now that are at work? Oh, absolutely. In chapter 2, it talks about the prince of the powers of the air. That's yeah. talking about Satan being the head of all of the fallen angels. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. Yep. And he says, saying to the sixth angel which had the trumpet, loose the four angels. And these are, these are satanic. Yep. Which are bound in the great river, river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men. Oh, my goodness. Now, a third part of the men were already slayed, were already killed, and now the third men of those who are left are going to be killed. A third of the two-thirds left. Isn't that amazing? Mm-mm-mm. The number of the army of the horsemen... Mm. Were two thousand, were two hundred thousand thousand. Mm. Now, can I ask you something? Mm, mm, mm. Where's anybody gonna get an army like that? Well, contemporarily speaking, I would think of only two places. Well, because that's two hundred million. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, it's either going to come from uh, uh, a confederation or a conglomeration of nations, or it may just come from one or two. A lot of, a lot of scholars think it might be China and Russia. 
Yeah. They do. They think that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. It might be. It might be. I mean, uh, that, that big of an army from China. It might yeah. be that big of an army as a as a collaboration between the the ten uh, r- tribes, the ten nations of the revived Roman Empire plus Russia. Right. Yeah. Could, a lot of them think that, and I don't be. know, and I'm not going to tell you for certain. All I'm going to tell you is the, the army of the horsemen. Now, horsemen here, I don't think they'll be riding literal horses because of what I'm going to uh, say to you next. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they were, they were, these were military vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And these are just people that were in the vehicles. This isn't talking about the, the, uh, the, uh, of the people, the foot soldiers. What military vehicles does this look? What what does what this description in here in Revelation sound like as far as military vehicles? It says, yeah, it says, thus I saw the horses in the vision uh-huh. that sat on them, having breastplates of fire yep. and of jacinth and brimstone, yep. and of the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions, and out of their mouths issued fire and smoke. And brimstone. You think it's helicopters? It's possible. I, I, you, I'm, I'm not going to say for sure. Could be tanks. Of horsemen. This is not talking about an infantry. Right. Okay? right. 200 million. I've done the math. Okay. Mm. And I got A in math. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> it says. Were fire and smoke and brimstone, and by these three, fire, smoke, and brimstone, was the third part of men killed by the fire. By the no, wait a minute, another third of humanity killed by this? Don't know that it was another third or the same third in verse fifteen. Okay. Okay. Yep. But I'm thinking that it was the same third, but it could be another third. The language to me indicates it's the same third. Uh, but it's a, it's a good question, and I know that other people are asking it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but anyway, it says, these are the things that issued out of their mouths, for their power is in their mouth. Cannons? Hmm? Maybe. Orders? Hmm? Maybe. For their power is in their mouth and in their tails. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. You couldn't attack them from behind either, could you? Sounds like uh, tails like unto serpents and had heads, and with them they do hurt. Sounds like Apache helicopters to me. Boy, it sounds pretty bad, doesn't it? Yeah. And then it says, it says this, um, with their tail, it says, with, uh, with them they do hurt. And verse 20 of chapter 9, it says, and the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, Yet repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk. And by the way, that's what mankind are doing now, right now in churches who claim to be Christian. Yeah, that's right. They worship statues. Yeah. They worship images of the cross. Mm-hmm. I worship the God of all creation and his son and his blessed Holy Spirit. His risen son. None of 
which I can see right now. Right. But I know they exist. Mm-hmm. Now these people, and, 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 and it's primarily the Jews that are being judged here. It says, neither repented they of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. And that's what, that's what it is. Mm. Now, this, this is still going. We're still under uh, this, uh, this, uh, the woes. Okay. Seven minutes left, Pastor. Seven minutes. Okay. Um, I'll start this and we'll pick up again um, in uh, chapter 10 because because there's something a little different. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so, chapter 10 says, I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire, and he had in his hand a little book open. A little book. And he, he set his right foot upon the sea, and his left foot upon the earth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he cried with a loud voice, as when a roar, lion roareth, and when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened under these seven thunders? And I think we'll leave it with the next verse. Yeah. And let's guessing. And you can go, you can go and and uh, look this up. Uh, he said, and I and John saw heard the seven thunders when they uttered their voices. I was about to write, mm-hmm. and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered and write them not. Uh Uh-oh. Wonder why. Let's continue reading. Well, okay. (laughs) And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven and swear by him that liveth forever and ever who created heaven and the things that are that therein are and the earth and the things that therein are and the sea and the things which are therein that there should be time no longer what what time these are going to be future events but time what does that Time, linear time as we know it, is going to disappear? <laughs> it sure seems like it doesn't, it, Curtis. I think it does, yeah. Okay. <laughs> God is timeless, isn't that correct? Yeah, oh, indeed he is. <laughs> All right. So that's yeah. just one of your clues. All right. Yeah. So. Five, five, min- five minutes left. attractions in chapter 11 if you're going to read ahead uh, there's a a nice chapter about the two witnesses oh yeah and uh, by the way the second woe hasn't started yet remember we were talking about three woes yes you'll read about this second woe in chapter 11 Mm -hmm. and you'll read about these two witnesses hey who were they they don't have any names oh boy that's going to be a fun conversation there I love yeah, yep. I, I love studying oh, yeah. about the there two are witnesses. Several, there are scholars that have two different answers for that. Yeah. And some of them don't know which one answer they should use. <laughs> right. Your choice between the two answers about these two pen were, 
uh, to the witnesses were. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that I've really made up my mind to who they were, and I think I'm right. I think uh, I am too, yeah. Yep. Okay, all right. So yep. we'll see, all right? Okay. So for now, let's leave it there. And uh, now you have to turn in, don't you, folks? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we preachers are like that. Okay. <laughs> well, so here's what I want to tell you. Mm-hmm. You've seen, you've heard these awful events. Yes. There's only one way to escape. You have to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe God. Believe the Savior. And thou shalt be saved. In the Gospel of John, it says, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And thou shalt be saved. Now, God knows if you're faking it. Right. Amen. Curtis and I are of the same ilk. By the way, my son, that's probably why, but here's the thing. But he's saved, and he studied the Bible, and he knows things. And uh, this, this has not received a penny for these casts, not received a says that we need to get these things to all the churches, and that'll be the first time since chapter 3 you would have heard that word. That's why we're doing it, to get it out to you. Mm-hmm. Please be saved today. Mm-hmm. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And let me, let me pray for you. Father in heaven, thank you for your love and mercy and grace. Thank you for Jesus Christ, our Savior, for your precious word that tells us how to be saved. And for those who are listening, we thank you so much for that uh, and for giving us this privilege to speak to them. We pray that if they're not saved, uh, that they would do so today. And if they're not sure they're saved, find a good a good Bible-preaching pastor in their area where they live and, uh, and have, have him pray with them and, and go through the scriptures again so that they can be sure and certain of eternal life. Uh, we thank you for Curtis and his uh, willingness to do this, and uh, we thank you for being with us, and we, pres- and we thank you for your precious Holy Spirit who leads us and guides us in all truth. And we'll be, be careful that for all of the good results, we'll give you the praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you for a very... Another informative and educational hour, uh, Pastor. Really appreciate it. And we're going to ask everybody to join us again this coming Tuesday for our next upcoming podcast. You already have a a taste of what it's going to be about. So please be with us and join us. And we will see you then. But for now, we are signing off here at the Christian Underground News Network. We'll, We'll... See you Tuesday. God bless you. Be safe. Goodbye. Bye-bye.